Good morning, good evening, good night. This is the Be Yourself Podcast presented to you by the one and only Vendad. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And remember, worry less, trust more, and enjoy the journey. Let's get it. This podcast is going to be about a bunch of randomness. So stories, laughter, seriousness, all that stuff, all that juicy stuff that people be enjoying. And I'm going to start off with women. All the women listeners, you guys are amazing. I love and appreciate you guys. Medium, large, small, tall. I love you all. That's all that matters. And I just want to say this. This is what I want to say to you guys to start off this podcast. Don't get jealous of your boyfriend's homeboys. It's going to be a battle you are never going to win. I understand. You're wondering why this guy you love is looking at his friends with this type of look that you may want sometimes. But you get a look that we don't get. And we will never compare because that's for you. And what he does for us is for us. We should never compare to things. We do separate things with this person. You take care of him. You guys love and do all this next stuff that we can't do with him. And then we do the stuff that you really don't do with him. And we talk about the stuff that you guys don't really talk about with each other. So it just balances each other out, man. I'm saying this because I understand why a woman can be offended when her boyfriend's like, I'd rather just go do this with my friends instead of doing it with her. That's completely understandable. I feel like a man will get offended too if a woman always wants to go do things with her friends. I'm just always speaking from a man's perspective. Why try to be understanding for both sides. So let me tell you guys a story. <laughs> I'm on FaceTime with Beeks and our next boy. And our next boy isn't living in Toronto anymore. And this is our guy. Every time we meet up, we have the time of our life. We drink like madmen and talk about the bad stuff we've done and the bad stuff that we continue to do. <laughs> you know, those are your friends, man. Those are your friend friends. They don't judge you. They don't care. You just, you know, you're here with them. You know, you're doing nothing, but it feels like you're doing something. You're at peace. So we're on FaceTime with our boy and we're just all drinking together on FaceTime, laughing, cracking jokes. You know, saying all the stuff we were doing, blah, blah, blah. Conversation going for two, three hours. Getting the phone charger. Keeping the fucking convo going. The whole time this is going on, our friend that doesn't live in Toronto anymore, his girlfriend is beside him. And he keeps passing the phone to her, you know, just so we can talk to her. Make her feel involved. You know, you know, we don't want to make it look like she's not here too. You know, she's not with him. Because they're over there drinking together. So we want to try to include her as much as possible. But as we all start getting more drunk over the FaceTime. This slips out his mouth. Bro. This is the most fun I had in six months. And then me and Beach just paused. And looked at each other through the camera like. You hear this, this, this guy know? Does he know what he just said in front of his girlfriend? Because me in my head. I heard that shit, but my laugh is so fucking ridiculous. I didn't want to laugh in that moment. And then she hears me and then she's just like, oh, Vince is a dickhead. 
So I had to hold in my laugh, and I'm just like, wow, this guy just said that in front of his girlfriend. After, him and his girlfriend live together. Him and his girlfriend do everything together because that's the only person he knows in the place that he's staying now. So they're going on dinner dates, going to all these new places, and she's more familiar with the city that they live in, so she's showing him all this cool new stuff, and that's what comes out of his mouth. This is the most fun I had in six months. A FaceTime conversation with his boys. That's fucking... <laughs> Yo, that is fucking harsh and hilarious. But if it's the truth, it's the truth. And I understand why the girl could get can get offended from that for sure. Listen to what just came out the guy's mouth. And you're there with the guy every day. And that's what came out. Damn. Is that disrespectful? Is that being ungrateful? Or is that just living in your truth? I don't know. I don't have the answers. I just know how it can offend somebody. And I know how it could just be water underneath the bridge for me. Because I already know that when I'm talking to my friends, we're like having an excited moment. Like we're going to always remember this moment. Even though we're just drinking on FaceTime, it's going to be a time. Like four years from now, we bring it up randomly. Yo, remember when you were in that country and we are on FaceTime, blah, blah, blah. We remember little stupid things like that. So that's why... I don't know, man. We cherish those type of moments more than the woman cherishes it with the guy, maybe. Because we talk about all those things all the time. So it's just... It's an interesting look into things, you know? Sometimes it just be like that. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't... You can't dwell on it. You can't get in your feelings about it. You can. Because your body's gonna going to do what it wants to do. If body allows you to feel those things, it's going to allow you to feel those things. Not your fault. And if your boyfriend actually has solid friends friends that actually care about him because you can feel it there's been plenty of times where my homeboy's girlfriends told me i can tell you care about my man i can tell that you love him you can see it you can feel it there's a difference especially when you guys actually like motivate each other share new information that you guys can apply to yourself to get better for the long run and if i'm doing that type of stuff if I'm getting good information and I'm actually applying it because my friends around me are applying it too and we're all getting better, then I feel like that makes us get better for the women that we're with as well too. So you kind of have to take the good with the bad, but I know how the feelings can be overwhelming when a woman's sitting there thinking like, why the fuck does this guy always go out and chill with this fucking idiot? Why doesn't he just chill with me? <laughs> and I completely understand that, but you got to take the good with the bad. And... Talking about taking the good with the bad, right now, one of my friends are in a very interesting place in life right now. It's not that it's bad, and I strongly believe that we all go through this phase. And I'm one of those people that have went through it before, and I may go through it again. But now I understand it better, like, oh, okay, I just need to adjust. I just need to change a few things, and yes, I'm going to feel out of place, confused, lost, but as time goes on... I'll realize that, yes, I'm doing the right thing. It's just it's just that I'm used to my old life still. And it's going to take getting some stuff out of me still. You understand? So for his situation, he feels lost, confused. He's just, you know, really cloudy in the head. Because he used to live a fast life. He was selling drugs before. And he got caught. He did his fucking time like a gentleman and a scholar. Didn't take anyone down with him. And it's not that he's financially struggling right now. His girl's good. His kid's good. 
but he just feels like he's in a place of, what the fuck am I doing right now? And I know that feeling when life slows down a bit. So now, he's not on the scene like how he used to be. People used to call him to go to clubs. People used to call him to go come chill with girls. Do all these things. But as soon as he came home from jail, he did his own thing, found a girl, got a kid, blah, blah, blah. You know, started building that second life. But now he doesn't feel as important. No one's calling on him. No one wants to do anything with him, really. You know, it's kind of different. So he looked at me and he's like, yo, bro, since I stopped doing this stuff, it feels like I don't have friends. Like, yeah, you're my friend. But it feels like I don't have, like, friends outside of this. I'm like, I know. Like, you just feel lost and confused, right? And I felt those feelings. And I'm just like, when life slows down for you. And you're just like, wow. Man. The fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck was I doing before? What the fuck was I doing? Did I even care about that shit? You start talking to yourself. Like, what the fuck was I... Like, why was I doing all these things? Was I really trying to buy a house and leave the streets? Or was I really trying to just stay in that stage and I didn't know? And I really didn't have an ex um, escape plan. I really thought I did. I thought, oh, okay, once I get this much and I buy this house, then I'm going to stop, blah, blah, blah. But you don't stop. And then the only way you stop is because you got caught. And you get to this place of confusion. And you're just like... And I just told him, man, like, everything's going to be fine. It's just going to take that adjusting. That adjusting is fucking... It's different, man. You feel really lost and confused, and you feel like you're not doing anything really right for yourself. You're just like, what do I do? You know, and you're not going back to the same habits. You're not drinking as much. You're not smoking as much. You know, you're more involved in your girlfriend and your kid's life. Life may seem a little bit boring. So sometimes it makes you want to fucking go back to the old lifestyle, but you're just like, fuck, I love myself too much, and I'm too disciplined to do that. I don't like being that person because when I'm that person, it throws me off. It throws my body off. When I'm driving around with drugs, I'm more paranoid than usual. So when people are looking at me, I think it's a different type of look. I think they could be police. So now I'm just being paranoid and attracting a bunch of negativity to me because I'm overreacting because of things and da 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 bunch of things just going on in your head, you know? And I'm not saying that happens for everyone. Some people can handle... Being in the streets way better than other people. That's why some people should realize that there is a sidewalk and there's a street for a reason, right? <laughs> you know? And that's just the reality of things, man. And I completely understand the phase that he's going through right now because when my life started slowing down a bit and I fully started indulging and in trying to build my business properly and everything, I'm just like, bro, this phase right here, I'm still going through those phases now. I'm just like, bro this stage right now is serious like if this is not something you really want to do you will give up i'm telling you i can be as motivational as possible teach you guys as much as stuff as you want to but if you don't apply that to yourself or if it's not for you you're going to give up it's just not easy trying to do things your way and be this person da da da, da be bold when everyone else is going against your words and da 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 like you know, imagine when he came out of jail, he could have just went right back to that life because it's easier to do that sometimes when you have a criminal record. You know, some places don't want to hire you, blah, blah, blah. Especially if you're not going to create your own business or something. Sometimes it could be really fucking hard out here. But, man, he's doing what he has to. And I commend you, man. I commend you for making me even share this type of stuff because 
All he wants is perspective. And he just wants to understand that this is normal. He thinks he's just going through this by himself, like feeling lost, confused. It's not even that he's depressed or anything. He's just like, you know. And the day I was chilling with him, the last time I seen him, a lady came up to us and started talking to us about church. But she wasn't looking at me at all. She only looked at me like four times, and each time she looked at me, she just did a little smile. But my friend that's going through all of this right now, she she was just locked eyes with this guy. Like, he could be a better man. I'm like, why the fuck is she saying all this to my friend? Like, is he showing her something that I can't see? Like, how does she know that he's going through all this? And this is why I say <laughs> it's very important to share your messages. But whatever. She came from church, and she's seen us. So she just started talking to us. Older black woman. Started talking to us. She's like, I was in a coma for three months. Blah, blah, blah. She's telling us a whole bunch of stuff. Showing us videos of her not being able to walk. And now she's walking with a cane and everything. She's like, you just have to surrender to God. God doesn't care about what what you have done or what you're doing now. He just cares about your heart. He doesn't care about how you look. And then she showed us a video of her church and everyone's just in normal clothes. And I'm like, yo, bro, I'll probably consider going to a place like this. Why not? Just to check it out. You know, I don't really believe that you need to be in a church to feel God or feel whatever. But why not? If you're around a bunch of people preaching a, a good preach, then you can feel that shit in a different way. But she was just talking to him. She's like, yeah, you should really come to church, ask him his name, took down his information. She kept saying like little key things that even made me feel better inside. It's like, don't make no one think they were better than you. Just because you have tattoos and you smoke a little weed or drink or you have a bad past, we're all equal. No one's on top of anybody. Blah, blah, blah. She was just going in. I'm like, yo, I love this lady. You know, we need more people to tell you it's okay. You know, you're going to figure it out. You just need the time. Once you see over time, things actually are getting better and that you're actually blessed and you're actually out of that bad situation you were in before. Because... As I said before, we're prisoners of our past. So our memories can hold us to places and just keep us there struggling to break out of it. And we're just like, why the fuck are we still thinking about this? Why am I still living in 2018? It's 2021 right now. You know, you need to break free of that stuff. You're trying to let go of it. So once you get to that position where you just, time starts to heal it all because you're just like, fuck, I want to be this way. I want to get the stuff I want out of life. And if I don't allow myself to move forward, then I'm just going to stay in the same cycle. I'm not going to evolve. So when she was saying all that stuff, I'm like, man, messages really do come to you, man. If you're willing to listen. You just got to be willing to listen, man. And that lady is crazy, man. It reminded me of the time when my friend told me he surrendered to God and... I strongly believe if we're going to surrender to anything or to anybody in this life, it should be towards God. And I'm not trying to sound religious, and I don't know shit. This is what I believe in. And the reason why I refer to God as anybody and anything is because before when I was younger, and I gave this perspective to on this podcast, so I can't just say when I was younger, this was just a year ago, I thought that God could be male or female, 
and I gave my perspective. But today, where I stand is like, God is just everything. The highest form of energy. The most high. And if I believe in that, and I surrender to that, then I can surrender to everyone around me as well. I don't think I'm better than anyone. When I sit down at night and I look at the stars, I'm like, yo, God's creation is amazing. We can never imitate this. And I'm humbled. I know I'm just a speck of dirt. Yes, I do all this shit. I run a business. I have family, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I'm still exactly like everybody else. I could be here a million years with a million friends that have the same logic and manpower as me. And I still won't be able to create what God created. But I, but I still believe, and no one can tell me different, I still believe that we're all gods and goddesses. And if we strip everything, our ego, our demons, all this shit out of our head, and we actually work together, and we all have one plan to get to where we want to be in life, that is really God's plan. But us killing each other, ruining the world, all these things, I don't think that's really good, but we have to trust the process of life and we'll see where it takes us. Right? But I feel like when you surrender to a power so beautiful and strong, you feel miracles and you feel belief you never felt before. And that's what I feel inside of me. So... I'm never looking down at people, and I know I ain't shit, but I'm going to act like I'm shit because I've been through shit. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But I know the shit I've been through isn't the worst shit. It's just, you know, I had my fair share, and I'm going to get, I'm going to keep getting more, and I'm going to keep getting through it because I got the most high with me, and I got myself. I already surrendered to my the most high, myself, my family, my friends. I'm ready. Come on. I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going to enjoy the process of life. And let me get back to my friend. So he told me he surrendered to um to God and he told me what happened. But he already surrendered to God a long time ago. But this is the beautiful thing about going through struggle early and then seeing the next side of it later on in life. Like, wow, I went through all of that and life is really like this now? Like, I was really fucking hurting, depressed, fucked up. And now, like, that I fucking got my head in check that... I realized that all those things I was just creating myself. So you're just looking at your younger self like, wow, you went through all of that. But that's why you're so thankful to even make it here because you're just like, bro, you know, I could have lost myself in that sauce. I could have been still there, but whatever. So my friend surrendered to God. And this is a this is a this is a serious story, man. Like whatever. He got in trouble and he was at gunpoint. The police had him at gunpoint. He did something and they arrived on scene, they caught him at gunpoint, and they told him not to put his hands in his pocket. But he wanted to call his mom, so he put his hand in his pocket and then started running. This is one of my homies, like, this is not my first homie that I was talking about that, you know, got arrested for drugs. This is my next homie, and as soon as he started running, one of the cops started shooting, but he tripped, he tripped over nothing. And what I mean, what I mean by he tripped over nothing is like he didn't have a a breakdown and then tripped. Like I had 
friends around me when we were getting chased by police in my teens. They had nervous breakdowns, so their legs gave out and they tripped and they got caught by the police. But this wasn't that situation. He didn't get tripped by anything. He just tripped off of invisible air. I don't know what the fuck it was. And the, the cop shot and the bullets went over my friend's head. The cop shot eight times. And if you read the police report, it says suspect reached in pocket and started to run. And the police, one of the police officers started to shoot. He released eight shells. I mean, eight bullets. My friend tripped and the bullets went over his head. My friend's still here to this day. So things like that just made me believe that everything's going to be okay. And when it's your time, it's your time. Just don't force the hand. Don't put yourself in dilemmas where it's forcing the hand of death onto you. Just try to live your life as best as you can. And that's that. And as I said, I understand that innocent people die and all these type of things and blah, blah, blah. But it's not for me to have an understanding of that. Do I wish I could help everyone? I fucking, of course. But in reality, bro, I'm only one man. But if we were all on the same path and we all want to share wealth together and everything, then it'd be completely different in this world. That's what I'm trying to say. If we move more like goddess and gods, then I think it'd be a different thing. If we actually held ourselves accountable, <laughs> it'd be very different. We wouldn't even need the law because we would know what the fuck is wrong. We can leave our stores open all night without people stealing our stuff if we all have the same fucking vision. But instead, people want to steal, people want to kill, people want to take things from you even though you earned it yourself. All that fucking shit. So keep your vision clear and do what you got to do. But at the end of the day, that's just what I believe in right now, man. It could change tomorrow. But at the end of the day, I'm still ten toes down with who I am as a person. And I'm still always going to believe in the most high, and that's just that.